0: Log Talk Radio. <laughs>
1: Good evening and welcome once again, everybody, to Madam Perry Salon, the podcast where fascinating people meet, the podcast that loves you. I'm your hostess, your groove mistress, your, your spiritual advisor and host, Madam Perry. Yes, with the dogs barking in the back, uh, but I'm glad that you're here. We've been having uh, so much fun, as always, and I want to thank everyone who's been subscribing and sharing and sharing the post on the show it's, it's been great. It's been helping, and all the comments that you leave and uh, reviews that you do about the guests. Uh, a few weeks ago, we had Brandy Stilwell on, and her new book is None of This is Going According to Plan. And it's about her life after uh, going to film school, and then when she went to L.A. to work for, um, I think she worked for Mad TV. She worked for uh, D.C. Comics, and D.C. Comics put out her first comic book Sasquatch detective, which is gonna be another one. And uh it it was one of those shows where I just have to just push the mic away and lay my head down and laugh. It was just such crazy stories, but oh great. Also, uh Beth Lapitas that was on here recently, uh she's Uncabaret has gone back to Zoom for a while. She does the Uncabaret show in Los Angeles and so we'll I'll still be sharing when those are happening because she has a lot of people on there, uh mic see Mike Kaplan, Wayne Fetterman, uh, Josh Gondelman, Margaret Cho, Phoebe Bridgers, everybody's on there. And you probably also know Beth. If you see her and say she, she looks familiar when you see her on the TV, it's also because she's been a writer and an actor in shows like uh, Will and Grace and uh, – just about everything else you've ever seen on main TV in the last 20 years. So, yeah, check out Beth Lapidus and of course I always share all this information on my social media so you can find it. And um oh yeah, I was talking to remember Michael DeBar um he's been posting a lot about the uh, passing of Sydney Poitier because uh they were in the movie together to Sir with Love when Michael was just a a little baby rocker in England. And uh, apparently he gave him a lot of coaching on the show. And don't forget Michael's documentary that he was on here to talk about, which is Who Do You Want Me To Be? You can still rent it or buy it on Amazon Prime. And the title comes from the fact, I thought it was just because he's an actor and performer, but the title comes because Michael is a co-writer of the song uh, Who, uh, Obsession that was made a hit by Animotion. Uh, who Do You Want Me To Be To Make You Sleep With Me? You used to hear it on the, um, there was a fashion show that used it as their thing. So anyway, yeah, check those out, as well as him on uh, Little Stevens Underground in the morning playing rock and soul for you. Now, everybody has been messaging me today because I've had a last-minute change on guests tonight. It was going to be Cindy DeSilva, uh, Super Rock Music Manager, uh, Kat fummerman, Publisher in Houston, and Vivian uh, Boucheret. Uh, she's a musician, and artist, and the wife of Chris White, original zombie. And she put together a group called the Hold Your Head Up Woman Choir because the song that Chris White and Rod Argent did, Hold Your Head Up, people always thought they were saying Hold Your Head Up, whoa, but it was Hold Your Head Up Woman. So um, so they put together a group that's led by a, or the main singer is Bianca Kinane, an Irish singer with a voice, uh, just it's just sensational. This woman's voice just hits you to your soul, and uh, it's a whole acapella piece. So, yeah, check that out. She's still going to be here in a couple of weeks, uh, Viv, and Chris White will be back, too, soon. But, yeah, Viv and Cindy. But And then everybody said, how did you get Moses Mo? Well, if you've listen to the show for a while, you know that Moses Mo, guitarist, Moses Mo and the Real Cool Band, Moses Mo and Mother Finest, and... Most places, with a lot of other people too that we're going to talk about. He is ready to go, so he is here tonight. I can't wait to tell you what I know or for you to find out what I know and also for him to tell us all kind of other good stuff and news about what he's doing. So welcome back here to the Genie Bottle in Cyberspace, the one and only Moses Moe. I am so happy to have you back.
2: Oh, well, it was very nice to be here, Jennifer.
1: It is. You it, got it, a cool I, thing going. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, I've been very, very, very lucky and very blessed with this show, um, and, and I, for which I'm truly grateful. And, uh, and thank you so much uh, for your support. So you've got so much going on. It's like you're one of those people, Mo, that if we don't hear anything out of you or see you on social media for a while, that means something's coming up. I mean, you got something to cook oh, it up for
2: us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't we don't we don't waste any time at all, man. I mean it's just not vacation. And the COVID thing comes around, it has made us make uh, certain decisions about what we wanted to do. So we're tightening up our studio, we're finishing our an album. Uh and and you know, just getting ready for the next year. No matter what happens, if COVID gets worse, we're covered. We're gonna have something going on all the time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, I, I know you are. I don't have a doubt in my mind. And um, so whenever I check and see what's up with you lately, it's always, oh, yeah, we got to do this, that, the other. So I've got to get the word here. I have to uh, let people know what's happening. Uh, now, of course, most people first fell in love with you worldwide as because you are the original and still guitarist for Mother's Finest. I mean, you bring the funk on the stage and you um, – you just lay down the groove in everybody's soul. And how long? Well, we, have, you a,
2: we was, still have a good time. Yeah, we did, we've missed our fiftieth anniversary because of COVID. We had to cancel what? the tour. We have been lost almost a whole year. And now, by the time we get the tour in May again, it'll be our fifty-first anniversary. <laughs>
1: good grief!
2: So, yeah. So and
1: you all still years look good. You look good. You well, sound I mean, good. You know, Everybody.
2: We're still above ground. You know, that means you need to do something.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's so true. But, uh, but yeah, and it shows, too, that you're having fun. And, and that's the uh, thing when you have fun. You know, the energy goes to the audience who, that returns it right back to you. Um, and, and that's Absolutely. a vibrant and beautiful thing. So we um, I was going to talk, you know, before, and I've got some music from uh, your – other project that's that's really popular that uh, Moses Moe and the Real Cool Band, but you just came off a tour with somebody else. You want to tell us about that?
2: Oh yeah, that's the band that uh, me and Wizard, the bass player of Mother's Finest, um, have been playing with Carl Carlton and the Song Dogs, and they're all uh, oh. German guys. Uh, and we've been to, we've been recording for probably almost twenty years off and on. Just when everybody's not busy, we get together and make a record. And um, just recently, about uh, well, about a month ago now, I guess, I got back. We were, we spent a month in Germany just before the COVID got bad again, too. Wondered if we were going to make it. But we got all the gigs done, and everything was great, and we just had a wonderful time and barely made it back before, you know, it got really bad.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, it's a
2: great band. Check them out. It's Carl Carlson. uh is famous in his own right him and the, the keyboard player pascal and the drummer bertram engel uh they're uh, all members of a band called peter Maffei. and he's uh been a superstar in germany for like 30 years he's kind of like neil diamond you know he's had hits forever and ever and now he still goes and sells out ten thousand feet seat on you know some stadiums and you know is just a a real Business like a corporation, you know, they've been around a long time, so they do that all the time, and it's a lot of fun. Whenever they get a break and we get a break at the same time, we get together and we write and put stuff out, and uh there, we have about three albums out. Check them out, Carl Carlton and the Song Dogs. Oh but yeah, they uh, sounds like it sounds like a mix between the Rolling Stones and Little Feet, kind of, you know. <laughs>
1: And that sounds like, uh, yeah, that, that sounds like uh, uh, good medicine for these times, too. And yeah, you're right, Carl Carlson, I mean, um, he's been around forever. He's been on TV shows like uh, uh, Murray Griffin, American Bandstand, Soul Train, uh, American Soundtrack. Docu- it, was, it was just a TV uh, documentary about rhythm, love, and soul. And um, he's mm-hmm. been recording since, what, since 68?
2: And what Carl Carlton?
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh yeah, but you might have the different one. There's two Carl Carlton's and, Oh, if I got uh, the wrong one, one on here. Yeah, you oh, probably yes. do, cause everybody does. I, that, oh, you're talking about the two. German
1: musician.
2: Right? Okay. Yeah, he's a different one.
1: All right. Hey,
2: yeah, I the, don't mind me. I've Carl been
1: lot <laughs> uh, uh, Okay, I'm going to blame it on the mold from cleaning my mother's house. Okay, it's just mold. It's my brain. I'll get. I'm on. The, I'm oh, on the right I had track to
2: be, now. I had to <laughs>
0: Chief no, so.
2: Yeah. and dangerous. Yeah, it's it's out there. they call calling uh, planning another. I think we're going to hit it again in a couple of months, if uh, you know, COVID com- you know permitting. Uh, and then in May uh, uh, we have a tour with Mothers, uh, so we'll be busy this year. Then we come back. We have a new single with uh, the real cool band, also called Dead Presidents. And uh, we have a, a video made for that. It's going to come out probably in a couple of weeks. So watch for that if you can.
1: Okay. All right. Um, I hope you'll send it to us to play. Of course, we
0: will. Okay.
1: <laughs> so you got some things coming up. You got, uh, in fact, just this weekend. I know um, uh, my friends and I are going to be seeing you live playing in Atlanta. And uh, with Moses Moe and the the, uh, Cool Band, so tell us what we can expect Saturday night. And this is not going to be—I mean, you got other gigs lined up too with that, but
2: yeah. But you know, it's just like gigs are far and few between. It's hard to do. So if we get one, it's like, oh, good, we're going to go out play. (laughs) It's (laughs) great because just a lot of people, a lot of places aren't open, and uh, you know, it's it's just it's it's a tough time for musicians right now. But Uh you know. Saturday night is going to be a good time. This is the 15th Saturday night. We play at 730. So please come early and, uh, you know, check it out. It's going to be a great time. God, we just have a ball every time we play. It's it's such a wonderful band.
1: Is that the place that used to be Avondale Town Cinema?
2: Yeah. And, boy, they've got it so modernized. You haven't seen it yet?
0: No, I've seen pictures.
2: Go ahead. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, they've really modernized it, and there's a great stage. and. Uh, they have all kinds of video workings, and, you know, the sound system is great. Uh, it's just a wonderful place.
1: Well, I know the people that own it, they own um, 37 Main that was in, I believe, in, um, Lilburn maybe or Norcross and a couple of other places where I used to play with um, uh, my husband and um, Harmonica my- Player uh, Scott Trowbridge. We used to do a trio at those places, and then the same people bought that. So I saw that they were remodeling. I thought, Oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be great. So.
2: Yeah, it's fun. a great. It's a great place. You'll love it. Uh, it's a really cool place to come. Yeah, everybody, come on out Saturday night. Check us out, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna make something happen. I'll tell you what. <laughs>
1: Oh, I've got to tell you this before I ask about the band. Uh, one thing, too, and I, I know this is a Wikipedia page, but in the section on Carl, it says Carl Carlton and the Song Dogs. Uh, the first line, do you know who's the first musician mentioned in the first line about the Song
2: Dogs? No.
1: It says, the band's inner circle consists of Carlton, guitarist Moses Moe, Basis Wizard of the Atlanta funk group Mother's Finest and Pascal Kravitz. You know, you're the first one, so. No. Well, of course. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 no, it's a so, great band, though.
2: It's really – we had a good time. We toured. We had uh, Bobby Keys, the Saxon player with the Roller Stones. Uh, he was with the band for a while, and he toured uh, – for about two months over in Germany. Then we had uh, Ian McLagan played on a bunch of the records. Yeah. Uh, Arnold did the last uh, album with Robert Palmer. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah. An album called Drive. Uh, And uh, he went to to, uh, Robert Palmer's house and stayed with him for like a month, and they just put the whole (laughs) thing together there. Uh, You know, so, I mean, uh, there's a lot of people that, you know, really come guests that we have come play that's just a wonderful band.
1: Oh yeah, it was fun. You know what? Ian was because uh, I remember he played at uh, the five spot in Atlanta, uh, maybe about ten years ago, and my husband was playing yeah. as, a, as a band too. And you know he he was uh, living in Texas and passed about a few years back. But man, what a player! And what a nice guy too.
2: Oh yeah, he was a lot of fun.
1: Okay, we'll talk yeah, about. We, we... Go
2: ahead. Oh go no, you go ahead.
1: Let's talk about Moses Mill and the Real Cool Band. Who is in this band because I love the music. I've been showing the videos. So, uh, tell us about this band.
2: Well, we just it came about because I've got a lot of songs uh that I've written that we just never used in others and uh, you know, never had a, a reason to do them except that, you know, I wrote them kind of for my voice and uh I haven't really I didn't sing at all in mother's it's between Joyce and Glenn and Wizard were the main singers so I just never even bothered with it, you know. It's just like have a lot of good time on guitar and that's good enough. But uh these are songs that I had and my, my uh my voice was suited for it, you know. So uh my daughter got married and she married a rapper and he's 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 so good. I didn't I didn't believe it at first. But uh, he, uh, you know, he got together. I just heard him, you know, riff a little bit, and it was awesome. And I said, "Hey, man, we got to start a band." He goes, "Yeah, that sounds great." So we just started, you know, off and on, working on music, and um, you know, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make something original and new. Uh, you know, trivia bands are okay. They're, everybody's making the money doing that, but it's, uh, it's just, you know, there has to be something, you know, brand new that comes somebody you know some uh-huh. composition all the time in the air looking at it because you know you've seen a- acdc a hundred times and it's never going to get old you can go out and have a beer and you know see a band play acdc and say well he didn't look like a- angus you know. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that's a lovely thing to do but you know it's 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 it, it you know we're trying to come up with something new. We, we want some people to come to like us for what we are. You know, this is we play our own stuff, and because of that, we don't gig very much.
0: <laughs>
2: because you know, the, the world, the world is is taken over by you know all the, the stuff that makes money. You know, that's what people go out for entertainment. So, it's not necessarily the right place for a band to showcase original music. Is in a club but you know, you go when you can, and you. And you play when you can, you know, you get at whatever stage you can, and those are the odds. You know, you got people there that want to see something that you're not doing. So, in order to win them over, you have to be especially good at it. So, because of that, that's what we try to do. I mean, we practice hard. We try to sing the best we can. We play the best we can. We try to be a band the best that we can. And uh, oh, it's, it really works. We have a great time together. You know, they're really good people a nice vibe. And, uh, and it's good music, too. I yeah, mean, to me, you know, I love to listen to
1: it. Oh, yeah. Well, here's one here's one thing that uh, – and, and, you know, I've had a lot of people on here, a lot of musicians on here talking about, you know, working during the pandemic. You know, at least you try to do something useful. Uh, I, I just think when you've got something inside of you, if you're a musician – and isn't you, it's got to, it's, it's got to live. It's got to thrive. It's got to create or, and this is my own personal opinion or else I think your soul just withers. And so everybody's creating and you've got stuff, but then you've got to show people. So what do you do? You do videos, you do small shows if you can, uh, write new stuff. And I got to say one thing, just one of the things that I like about, uh, Moses Mo and the Real Cool Band is that, and I think this is because of your daughter and her husband in there too. That y- you give us all the funk and all the rock that that you've been delivering to us, and that you know people want. And then you add some extra dimensions to um, to kick it up. You know, you bring it into some some new stuff with the rap in there and so forth, without. Uh, I don't know, you still feel you know, you still got the same groove but it you just elevate it for us. You like take it up several uh exponentially.
2: So Well yeah, well a lot I of you songs, hear I mean you know, the stuff that we do is, is a lot of it is songs that was around, you know, when mothers was around It very easily could have been on a mother's record but we just never got around to it or it wasn't right for the singers or whatever. But I mean, that's the way I write is uh is you know, the way the mother sounds, really, you know, it's, we've been writing like that for 50 years and that's our accepted standard. You know, when you mix a couple of genres like funk and rock together, that it always comes out with a sweeter thing. That's a little confusing because people don't know how to categorize it, but it's beautiful. You know, it's, it's not too hard and it's not too funk. You know, it's just right.
1: Yeah, yeah it's, so,
2: just... you're, it's more, you know, that's what we try to do We try to be that, make them tuneful, good melodies, great hooks And no fat, you know we're uh, Our new record, we have like 10 songs that are pretty much recorded We've still got a lot of stuff to do on them But our idea is to do it in reverse Instead of spending, you know, a year making a record And then releasing mm-hmm. it And then waiting six months before everybody can digest all the songs that's on it We're doing it in reverse We're putting out a song a month uh, close as we can to a song a month and a video that goes along with it then we move on to the next song and after we have 10 songs we'll make a record of it an album of it and uh, that'll be what then we'll start on the new one you know and that way we're something's in the air all the time and everything we try for is to be is to go for you know the best that we possibly can do for that that moment you know
1: Wow yeah Um I'd like to play something. Um, I'm going to play something in just a little bit from uh, Moses Mill and the Real Cool Band. And Mother's Finest, um, did I read somewhere that they're going to be performing out live soon?
2: Yeah, and I don't know exactly when. yet. We just played uh, a week or so ago. Um, And um, every time we play, though, we have to fly. John lives in Holland, the other guitar player. And uh and, and Juan lives in LA. Um, so we have to get everybody together and we at least have to play three or four gigs just to you know, make enough money to pay all the bills and, you know, everybody can have some money.
0: <laughs> but you know,
2: it's uh it's we get together as much as we can. It's just there's not enough uh places that aren't afraid because of Covid, you know, to just go out and have, you know, a normal thing. Normally, you know, when everything was fine before COVID it was you know, we stay out two or three weeks and then take a couple of weeks off and then do it again. Uh it's just it's harder to do that now. Um
0: mm-hmm.
2: and, and I know all all musicians are feeling it, man. You know, the gigs are just like that. People are afraid to go out and get together and they're afraid they might get sick and die, you know? And
1: oh yeah. That's so, no joke. <laughs> because uh <laughs> yeah, the last um back in I think it's October, uh, when Todd Rungren was back at the Tabernacle. And I'm I am i am a diehard Todd fan, so we're at the meet and greet, but because Jesse Gress, the guitarist, had had a lung transplant, I think about a year and a half before. And they would keep making Mm -hmm. sure that everybody had their mask on and Michelle Rundgren's coming out, okay, we're gonna keep the mask on, make a picture with Todd, pull it down when I count the three and then put it right back up because we gotta keep Jesse safe. (laughs) Right. uh, Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, everybody's worried about it, you know, everybody, nobody knows what to expect, really, you know, it's just uh, such an odd thing, because it's not, it's not like the plague or something, you know, that took out a bunch of England, you know, it was in one local place, this, the whole world has it. And at the same time, you know, you got people in Australia having the same problems that we're having here. This is the first time that I can remember that we've ever shared a disaster like this. You know, the whole world has it. That's a precedent.
1: Mm, Excellent point. Well, we're live tonight. If you're listening live tonight, folks, and this is January 11th, 2022, 823 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or GMT-5, however you say it. I've got Moses Mo on the line. And if you want to have a question for him, uh, you can call 646 716-9922 716-9922 that's 646-716-9922 or if you're in a situation where you can't make a phone call you know sometimes people have a day job or night job and they gotta sneak in the message you can just always message me on Facebook either through Madam Perry Salon or Jennifer Modette Perry with your comment or question and I'll be happy to share it with Mo and I'm sure he'll be happy to answer it and I've got a couple of messages to play for sponsors, so I'm going to give Moses. going to give you a chance to um, get a drink of water or whatever, and uh, I'd like to play something from the Real Cool Band. It's called Ooh. "Love Ain't Going Nowhere." Is that all right?
2: Yeah, that sounds great.
1: "Love Ain't Going Nowhere," Moses Moe, and the Real Cool Band. <laughs> So often confused This is what I want from me And what I want from you I love you, I love you Baby, believe and Say it enough to each other Then maybe we'll meet it There's a great secret To making relationships work They only take one word First Determine if that person's Even worth all that effort The seven million others On a
2: possibly better. So did you bother the search? What's more probable The universe brought you together Or you just set off a tolerable slow, oh, so I can feel the heat I still believe you and me will always be. I'll give you anything you ask, you fulfill my need. It's your time cause love ain't going nowhere. Won't no share no fear we're both here and I know no tears of love, so pure won't disappear.
1: No doubt. Everyone loves true crime podcasts these days. And there's a new podcast that you will want to add to your playlist. Murder Mondays host, Nicole Simmons, travels and interviews victims and families of murderers in South Carolina. She's a small town girl who's a wife and business owner and Murder Mondays is a passion project for her. She brings you the facts and personal stories of the people affected by the most heinous crimes in South Carolina. If you enjoy True Crime Podcast, Murder Mondays is for you. Murder Mondays with your host,
0: Nicole Simmons. Available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and other podcast players. Add Murder Mondays with Nicole Simmons to your playlist
2: right now i mean the world has gone crazy right i mean this whole pandemic i I, I don't even know if i'm coming or going anymore you know what i mean but the one thing during the pandemic that i found out right that was a good thing was the madame paris salon
1: i made this podcast right when you hear
2: her laughing all you want to do is laugh.
0: When her dog's barking in the background and she's talking to the dog,
2: I'm like, she's going to an interview, and I'm like, this podcast is the best podcast
1: I've ever heard
2: before. You know what I mean?
1: Madam Perry Salon, I'm Jennifer Perry here with Moses Bo. Hi, y'all How y'all doing? doing? Hello, Woo-hoo. <laughs> I, you know Party what I time.
2: like
1: that. You know that's that's one of our favorite songs here on the show. We have played it um, even when you're not on. Uh, Though I should have asked first, but but I like the way you just go ahead and bring the family in. You know, like your daughter. Obviously, a talented woman, and she's going to get married. And go well. He better have something to bring to the band. <laughs> You're not going to be taken well, off. Hear,
2: oh yeah, well you can hear uh, my daughter's voice. She's a singer too, and she's on this song we have called Space Cadet. Uh, she sang that, and you know, that was in her oh, first. Yes,
1: yes I listened to Space uh, Cadet.
2: Was, yeah, she's got a great voice.
1: That's a good song, I and mean, yeah, she does have a great voice.
2: Yeah, play that as soon as you get a chance.
1: I will. I will. <laughs> i definitely will and um that's great so yeah so bands have had to musicians have had to find new ways to getting out uh and your studio you can meet now you're making videos from the studio aren't you
2: yeah well we made a little studio and and we bought all the equipment that we needed one thing at a time and we got eight cameras in the air and the switcher that we need uh professional and, 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 good sounds at 32 track recording studio. Awesome. So just about everything in control, we're working on headphone mixers and things like that right now, just the last little details. Uh, but it's a great place, man. And when we, all the time that we've been working on this, we had to leave our old place. We just didn't work out. And, uh, we got a new building. So as, as it goes together, we've been working on this now for a couple of months. And, uh, during that time we've written about three or four more songs, um, so, I mean, we're really close. We're ready to start. We have three or four recorded already, basic tracks, and we just have to finish vocals and, you know, percussion and things like that to make them finish But they, oh, they're, they're such great songs. The new one, our newest single, is, is called Dead Presidents. <laughs> it's a killer song. But it's, that's 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 what money is, you know. Dead presidents, an old uh, blues thing they used to say. Yeah, how many dead presidents that cost me? <laughs>
1: He does a lot of great expressions from uh, old blues songs and and old blues people. Um, (laughs) Tell us about the band, the musicians uh, in the group, and the real cool
2: band. uh, My my son-in-law is Zero Basement, and he's the best rapper I've ever heard. Really good guy, and he just really is good with the music. Man, He hears it, he knows what to do like with instinct it's great so we have a great time playing together we're the main writers and we uh you know he comes up with lyrics uh to explain the story you know it's not like rapping anything that's anybody's doing right now it's definitely just storytelling and it's you know it's just awesome but uh, we have a great time with that i really have hopes for that because uh everything we try you know ends up working you know (laughs) and a lot of times that's not the case Uh, And then uh, there's Kerry Denton. He's been with me for a long time. He played with mothers for a couple of years Um, and uh, he lives close. He's a neighbor and I've known him for years and years and years. And uh, he's such a good person. He's a great drummer and he's always there. And he's our second voice. He's the harmony voice, you know? Uh, Then we have poison Evie who is a star in her own, right? (laughs) Uh, She's, she's just the craziest rock chick you'll ever see. And she just can't get enough of it. She you know, just loves rock and roll and everything about it. And you know, she's just a true spirit. You don't have to wonder where she's coming from, you know, but we have a great time too. She's such a good energy. You know, it's a, it, it's a feel good thing when everybody gets together, it's just nice smiles and everybody's, you know, it's just such a positive deal. And our, the newest member is uh, Mike Armstrong playing bass, and uh, he plays with Gary and a couple other bands, and uh, they've been together for a long time, too, so they're really tight, and they know each other and how they play, and he's a natural, too, because he's just such a great bass player. He plays a lot of fretless, too, and I, I just love that fretless sound. And, um, it's you know, it's really cool. We just had we had a keyboard player, and that was a big part of why the studio left, but uh, he had cancer, and we knew it And for this last year. He was just trying to record as much as he could and play in the band every time we played. And he just passed uh, about four or five months ago. And uh, that we're still kind of getting over that. But he, we uh, uh, we had two songs done with uh, his keyboards on it. So that's what we're producing right now and just and getting ready to mix and uh, put together. So you'll hear those coming up, and that'll be a tribute to him. That was Stuart.
1: good um, man yeah yeah oh so um oh and by the way that the number if you want to call in is 646-716-9922 and blog talk radio assures me that it's a free call in the continental u.s or a toll free call now um i have a message from mike and he says he's uh uh Oh, in Inman Park, and he's going to be at the show this Saturday night at Avondale. He man, great to hear you, and looking forward to Saturday night. Thanks, Mike.
2: Oh, yeah, it'll be great. Saturday night, because we're going to pitch a bitch on Saturday night.
1: <laughs> tear it up, baby. Just tear up that stage. Tear
2: it up. Uh, it's going to get wild. Stand back. They
1: can be tore down, I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh,
2: Put the children and- to bed. <laughs>
1: So leave my grandma's or something, because, yeah, that's the way it's going to be.
2: Uh, I'm getting ready.
1: So we can expect um, a lot Friday night. But let me ask you this. When you put together, when you do videos, and you've got good videos, what do you um, – who does your camera? Does anybody fight over camera space? I mean, I know you're putting focus on who's singing or somebody with a solo, but –
2: well yeah, but some of the some of the things are obvious. I mean if the singer's singing you you, if, you know, you're listening to the lyrics on top of the music, so it's almost like two things. So the the singer gets a lot of the attention whenever the lyrics are on. And then when the rap comes in with our thing because it always bounces back and forth, we'll say a line and then he'll answer it with uh some rap of some different word or whatever he wants to come up with. And that's wild sometimes, but you know, it goes back and forth to that, and then we bounce around. We have uh, seven cameras in the air, static cameras, what they call them, because they just, you point them and they have a certain angle, and you can switch between those. Then we usually have a cameraman that walks around, because that's the most interesting shot. It's like w- w- when you walk into a room to look at a band, your eye travels around. Look here, you look left, you look right. Oh, there's the keyboard. Probably. Look at the bass player. Oh, the drummer's cool, you know. And uh, it, with the camera, you can kind of do that, too. So you end up uh, recording everything with all these shots, uh, and then the, about eighty percent of it ends up being the handheld camera because it just always looks so good. So we, we try for that, and, and, and as far as like videos go, we always try to find some kind of a story. Dead presidents, interesting one because uh, I dressed up like Abraham Lincoln and uh, <laughs> playing cards with Zero Basement, and then Zero Basement caught Abraham Lincoln cheating because he had cards up his sleeve. So he killed him with a balloon, <laughs> and uh, and everybody walked past the caskets. You know, a picture of Abraham Lincoln on a dollar bill. There's a five dollar bill, <laughs> and then you know that's what the video is about. You know, uh, I can't wait to show it to you. I'm just, I just really love the way it turned out. <laughs> you know vi- vi- you know, videos like that you need to do if you don't have the big production you know if you don't spend forty, fifty thousand 50 thousand dollars and just do animation all kinds of crazy stuff you have to have a good idea and a story that's simple to tell you know that's the trick uh it's something that you can you can do in front of the camera that people will understand what you're doing and uh that's It's a communication. A lot of people don't know it. You know, they'll make a video and it doesn't, you know, it's just dry and lifeless and nothing happens um, because it doesn't tell the story, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a tricky medium. You know, video is like where everybody is like uh, out of their element because we're musicians, you know, and, you know, you, you stand in front of the mirror before you go on stage. So you're concerned how you look. But video is different, you know. It's, uh It's a thing, you know, you're preserving a thing in time and organizing like you do to the music, you know, and it's a new thing for musicians, mostly.
1: Who does the editing?
2: Um, Me and Anthony. Uh, Anthony is our tech sound guy, you know, main main everything guy. And uh, Uh he's really good at the videos. He knows the tech side of it, and we'll get together and decide what should go where and pick out the nicest shots and where everybody looks and show them the best side and everything you know. It's a, it's a long process too. I mean, yeah. you have to look at it and see how you feel about it, you know, and look around. And say, oh, there's one thing we could change here to make the whole thing you know read mm-hmm. different. Uh, and it's it's uh, it's really intriguing. I'm I'm getting into to that because the more we do it, you know, the more. It, Chance you have to to make the right decisions and have something turn out that you never thought you could do.
1: <laughs> that's true. Well, yeah, it is, it is time consuming. That's why I do a podcast, an audio podcast now, instead of uh, TV. Because back in the late '80s, early '90s, you know, I had a cable TV show, and you were on there. Oh, really? With no bar.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah, I think I remember that. <laughs>
1: and I was just thinking, I'm going to try to find. I've got those old three quarter tapes in the basement. My husband's going, "Why don't you get those transferred over into, you know, just a digital thing?" But I remember, because I was thinking of it the day that it was you and uh, Caroline Aiken. Mm-hmm. And as we were, uh, as we were, as I was introducing or talking to you somewhere in the middle, I don't know what made me do this, but I somehow was talking about the people, and then it went into spill the wine. And then Moses Mo started playing the bass right along with it, <laughs> which was cool and terrifying at the same time for me. So,
2: <laughs> like, oh,
1: my God, he's playing now. What do I do? i got to get out of here. <laughs> i, I got to leave well, you the professionals. Be
2: exact, you, you can't always be exactly sure what's going to go on in any kind of thing, it's just, especially with dealing with other people and in interviews and stuff. i got a lot of respect for you because – you know, these interviews could go wild You know, you find somebody you're interviewing them, They may have had a bad day <laughs> And all of a sudden you get How they really feel about it And how they really feel is not so pretty <laughs> But, you know Normally, you know You take your chances And you're almost always better off Because if you don't yeah. take a chance You don't really know what happens If you are you play it safe all the time uh, You know, it, it just ends up being boring You know, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing new And you know, no stretching, you know, no looking, trying to yeah, see what's well, over the, the horizon.
1: Yeah, well, you know, when people say, like, um, like your publicist will send over your talking points, your questions about whatever you're promoting, you know, how you see on TV shows, like, oh, their questions and answers just flow so easily. Yeah, because they've got it all written out in front of them. And when I book clients yeah. on TV, I have to give the list of questions and the answers, for the for the interviewer and my and the guest, which is my client. But I've had publishers send me over things, and then when I ask the person on the show, they go, "That's a weird question. I don't know why you would ask me that."
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, but that's you know, you you know this. You have to think on your feet too, because yeah. once you're out there in the wild, it's like we're on the air right now. People are listening and they're checking it out, and after a while, though, you. You get to the heart of what you actually want to hear and what you actually want to say, something interesting that's that's about music that people will, you know, absorb and be into, you know? And mm-hmm. uh, those kind of things come off the top of your head sometimes. You can't plan them all the time. You can't be completely safe, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, well, it's I- better to take I- a chance, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm I'm going to admit on that one because it was supposed to be one of the key things to ask her. I just said, hey, look, it's on your publisher's sheet. I'm just saying.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't write this crap.
1: (laughs) Hey, look. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't blame me, uh, the person you're paying this Okay, as, as we said, you can still call in 646-716-9922 To talk to Moses Moe of Mother's Finest and Moses Moe's Real Cool Band And Carl Carlton and the Sundogs, he's here with me live And I've got a call right now, looks like it's an Atlanta area code Hi, welcome to Madam Perry salon, you're talking to Moses Moe Come on in and introduce
0: yourself are you talking to me now?
1: I think I am, yeah. He's
0: talking to you. Oh, this is Carrie. How are you doing? Hey. Hey, Carrie. Hey. You told me to call in and doing? say hi. Well, I'm here.
2: Well, wait a minute. Yeah, though. this is this, Carrie. This this is is Carrie Denton. This is Carrie Denton. That's me. The real cool band drummer. That's Whoa. me.
1: Carrie. I'm uh, glad. Glad to hear your voice. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so, what's your
2: question, man? <laughs> are you going to? Yeah.
1: He wants to know. I think. Carrie, I think you. Uh, what was your question? Something like, "Are they going to feed you Saturday night? Is there going to be a yeah, sandwich? Exactly is that what, what it was?" I was say. <laughs> that's
0: exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. What's for supper on Saturday? <laughs> that's exactly right. So uh, you, you're, uh, you're way ahead of me. I'll,
1: I'll bring you but a sandwich.
0: Yeah, I, you bring me a sandwich. Awesome. Yes, I think I oh, hear there's a, a good restaurant yeah. in the area. <laughs> the original Waffle House is right down the road, I believe, too. Did you know hey. that? Ooh, Waffle House. No, the original, the original Waffle House is right down the road.
1: Oh my God, this is like going to be back. a
0: his- – Yeah, going what? Yeah. No, that was no, going back to the history from from Avondale. Yeah, it's gonna be it's always historic when we jump up there and let Mo do his thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> you guys and have you- a fun? I just tuned in. I just tuned in. I forgot it was uh, tonight, and then I uh, just tuned in when I saw your message to call in and say hey. So. Here I am. Yeah. Oh, you having, yeah. You guys having fun?
1: Oh, pretty well, much, yeah. Well, man, this
2: is just
0: great.
1: I don't know about him, <laughs> but I ball, am.
2: Man. Now that you called, hey, man, this is Another, great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a whole group event now. Maybe we should get uh, everybody else to call in, too.
1: I wish they would. Well, of <laughs> Unless they're asking for you know now, uh unless they're asking for, for money or something because you know, we're not a no. Yeah. don't don't harass me no. I don't want my guests to be harassed or ask for money, but yeah, but just uh, I uh, No. <laughs> I'm a kid or I kid. Let's see. Uh, hey you where might you, able to... where are
0: you located out of? Who
1: Jennifer? me? Jennifer?
0: Where are you Yes?
1: Somewhere in the Atlanta area.
0: Somewhere in the Atlanta area. A mysterious, undisclosed, re- secret location. Look.
1: I'm a real freak <laughs> magnet, okay, so I've got to keep it <laughs> mysterious like that. Um, actually, Carrie, while you're on the phone, um, yes. I've got a, mess- a question come in here. Maybe you can help answer this, too, or maybe not. Okay. Or maybe that's just me talking, trying to sound like I've got something clever to say. Okay. Becky, <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> all right. Becky, who is in Knoxville, Tennessee, uh-huh. messaged in a question. And she. Has. The question is mainly for Mo, but he might have a good answer. Is Mo? What is your? What are your favorite? Who are your favorite musicians and the, your favorite songs of theirs?
2: Oh wow, that's a well wow. I, I I like a couple of obscure bands. I like Redbone. Do you know them?
1: Oh yes.
2: It's, yeah, they're I'm great. great they're albums.
0: Love. Great. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Yes, it is. Witch Queen of that's New good. Orleans, you know. They had a yeah. couple big hits, but their their jam stuff is just awesome. That's a good. That would be really worth checking out. But uh, I like you know that, and you know I like all the guitar bands, and I like the rock stuff. You know the uh, you know Cream and Hendrix, and you know the Beatles. Those are great. That's standard great stuff. And as far as new stuff goes, it's really hard to find a band these days. You know that's like still going. Uh, that has a lot of personality, you know. For some reason, they, I think uh, maybe radio is just, won't give, you know, people a chance. You don't hear a lot of new music. You hear a lot of uh, method kind of music. Like if uh, boy bands are popular, suddenly there's 50 boy bands, you know, on the radio. And it was the same thing, Grunge. All of a sudden, you know, oh, Grunge, everybody's hot. Be Grunge, let's be like Nirvana. So and right now, uh, there's not even... You know, it's, I, I can't think of anybody offhand, you know, really current that's, uh, you know, just doing it the way I like to hear it. Because I like I like rock, but that doesn't mean, you know, rock is just a name, you know, to give something because you haven't got a better name for it. You know, nobody is really, uh, you know, totally one thing or you know, like that. You, you have to. You have to be open and broader, you know, and have to have different things in your music, I think. You know, you have to touch on the soft side and the hard side and the tough side and the funky side and the rock side and the jazzy side. You
0: Mm -hmm. know, nobody
2: is just one thing, you know.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: But, you know, that's what I think. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a – I like the stuff that's obvious. I've been watching a lot of the Beatles like everybody else the get back video that came out. 60 hours of the Beatles when they were writing and recording their best stuff, you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is, is just an awesome, awesome uh you know, uh, documentary.
1: You know, I, I found that leave. pretty
0: inspiring myself. And it was uh, the, the the best part of it for me was discovering that the way they put their songs together is almost exactly the way we've been putting our songs together—kind <laughs> of huddled around yeah, the drum really. kit, low volume, and figuring out the arrangements first. Ah, so right, yeah.
1: What? It's just yeah, good to I'm know that we're that. in good company. I haven't seen that. Well, yet.
2: all you know, anybody, anybody that's trying to, you know, trying to write a song, trying to come up with something original, I have a lot of respect for because, you know, nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to hear it. Everybody is more comfortable listening to stuff that they know and love, and it's really hard mm-hmm. to get somebody's ear, you know, to get somebody to listen to something that's brand new. So I've never heard that before. I don't listen to it. And then the same thing—if you they listen to it three times, then it becomes. Their thing, they take it and they can love it forever, you know. Then you're in. But yeah. you know, it's it's hard for me. I'm, I'm the same way. If I hear a song that I've never heard before, I go, well, you know, what is this? Unless something really jumps out there and catches you, you know, you write it off. And you you know maybe missing something too. But I I gravitate to the stuff that I love. You know, if it comes on the radio, there's my song. Oh, I knew what I was doing back in '69. When, you know? <laughs> yeah.
1: And I couldn't believe when you mentioned Redbone because I remember I had this uh, job uh, working in dis- – it was called Display and Advertising, but I was just the girl that made the signs for all that. everybody else with the cool stuff in the store. And um, and I had the radio – forget what – it was an Atlanta station that played a lot of good stuff. And I remember that was on the Potlatch album. I think that was the second album that had come out. Yeah, and The station played a lot because they, they would play a lot of uh, Redbone and Suggy Otis and stuff like that. that <laughs> was
0: <laughs> Wow. You guys are going beyond
2: me there.
0: <laughs> I like it.
1: Hey, you guys oh, those hey, doctor,
2: but you, you find that stuff that's obscure, that, that's been around for a long time. It was good in the past. It's still good. There's a lot of You're stuff right. that didn't get airplay back in the day uh, that's just as good as the stuff that did, you know, and people <laughs> don't know about it.
0: Sometimes like it's way better stars, with, because... than what's coming out now, too.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you know, it's, it's not a competition, but you know, it's just nice to know that the, that the world is rich with good new music. Uh, it's just you don't you don't hear it on popular radio, really. <laughs> right. You kind of hear, well, hear what yeah. the big managers have a lot of money. That's what they pay for. They pay for their slot. You know, they don't they don't call it payola anymore, but that's what's happening. What it
0: is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what I was just going to say. Is that uh, you know, Payola is alive and well. It's just got a different name. Yeah,
1: when yeah, um, yeah. I, to, to you know, and, and yeah, I'll get my ear tuned to things I've known and loved, you know, for years and for decades. And so, what I started doing was listen to shows where I would hear things I didn't know, like. KEXP Radio, and I think they're in Seattle, maybe, um, would have, will have bands come in and play four songs, like a Tiny Desk concert for NPR. And so I would play that while I was working at home, so I would hear stuff like Krung Ben or La Luz or bands that I would never checked out before uh, that I came to like. So it's a good way. Carrie them. Yeah. I can't believe it. Carrie Dem. What? Carrie Denton called in. That's just amazing. And let ask you asked me you Well, of course I did, knucklehead. You don't answer. Well, I called,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
1: you did it. And I'm glad. I'm glad you did it. I'm glad. Uh, so, Carrie, have yeah. you got a special outfit? Does hey, let me ask you this. I've heard that some bands like uh, and okay, Moses. You know this, Moses. Um, I had a keyboard player work with me once that played with Original P, which was one of the offshoots, you know, of Parliament Funkadelic, and um, he said, yeah, we were always told what to wear, what to wear, what kind of costume, everything we had on, we were told, Girl Scout uniform and a Viking helmet, that's what we wore, but... Diaper. Yeah, 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 that, and spans um, like that, and then I know last, especially the last, I don't know, couple of decades, Todd, you know, Todd Rundgren's always, well, he always told his band what to wear, because when uh Chasm Sultan was on here. He said, yeah, I was so excited when I joined the band. Then we did the Raw album, made photos, and I got stuck in some kind of a- Egyptian man's dress, and I called my mom crying. <laughs> I'm in the band. I want to cover but I've got to wear a dress. You know." So <laughs> oh, how, how particular are you about how the band dresses? And this is well, a good I'd, time I'd to kill Terry if he's not making it. Great, okay? This is a good place well, to tell Terry in the safe place. Okay. No, good. Gary I know. is
2: a handsome man, and he and he dresses great all the time. But he just has, you know, just I think you should dress up some kind of way to to look, you know, like you're, you know, you're going to church or something. You change your clothes and don't mm-hmm. wear what you wear every day to work on your lawnmower, you know. Mhm. Uh, and that's the you're best thing show to you know. Do. The thing about rock and roll was you know anything anything you want is is wide open. Rock and roll is like. It still is, even though it's not, uh, you know, like at the forefront, number one on the radio or everything else. It's still what it is, and it's like American music, you know. It's it's a combination of, of everything, and you have the freedom to do everything you want. You can play jazz and rock and roll. You can play bebop. You can play rap and call it rock and roll if you put a twist on it. But you can't go to jazz and do anything but what the accepted jazz standard is. Uh, and that's that's really important to know. You know that rock and roll. You can be whatever you want to be. You know, you take any experiences you have, and to me, that's great because once you have to decide, you know, to be one thing, you know, you kind of slide everything else, you know. And people have the capacity to have, you know, more than than one face, you know. Mhm. Mhm. And they should. You know, yeah. You should so sometimes when you
0: disappear. Sometimes when you disappear and come back and you look 100% different, that that shocks people. But if they grow with you and see you change and and, uh, watch your tastes and, you know, your writing changes, uh, they kind of expect to see, you know, some kind of difference as you grow and move along through life. Like the Beatles, for instance, going back to the Beatles. Uh, They couldn't be the mop-top guys forever, you know. Mm-hmm. You just it would it would have been silly to do that after a certain point you know they 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 had grown exponentially, so well yeah because you, you, have,
2: have, to you of, have to change people don't want you to really, <laughs> you know they want to see the mop <laughs> top lads, you know, and that's why a lot of bands have a problem you know they'll go around and have stuff early in their career that plays on the radio, and everybody knows them for it, and then they, they if they stay together another twenty years, you know people would rather hear them play what they did in the first two years they were together than what they. Did currently, you know? Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, you would
0: it's, hope you would hope that you would, uh, you know, when you when you lose some some uh, traditional fans, you know, that like the original stuff, that on the backside of that you would actually gain some new fans that really dig what you're doing, you know, moving forward, and you kind of, I guess you wouldn't lose the original fans, you just kind of build on it. So some people like the the first yeah, it's, music, yes.
2: It's thin ice, buddy. I'm telling you, once you get out of there, it, is, <laughs> it happens almost every time. A band puts their shit out, and and that's all people want to hear: play the hits. I don't want to hear nothing else because we came here to hear the hits, you know. And and the band's going, well, you know, we played that a million times. So we're sick of it. We'd like to play you something new and see if you can get into this. And the door is closed, you know. It's it's really a strange, you know, phenomena, and it happens to almost every band there is you know Mm -hmm. any band you can name think of rolling stones you know and a lot of them they the rolling stones like did really good they keep up and they come on they stay current they have stuff on the radio all the time but you know everybody just about everybody else you think about uh say the police and you think about rocks and a couple other ones and even if they had a new album right out right now you know they would still people love the old stuff you know and Mm-hmm. A lot of bands don't get the chance. You know, they won't listen to the new stuff. They just like the old stuff, and that's all it is. And you that's really have to do something. To me.
0: That's of course minded it is. to me, and that could be a, a product of, you know, the way society sort of works. Uh, maybe they're just not hungry, not searching for something new and different and better. I'm always on the hunt for new and different and better, you know, music. Uh, so when a band changes their sound or, you know, uh, develops their sound and grows and gets better, I think, most of the time anyway. Um, I, I like that. I'm always looking.
2: Yeah, I like that too, but it, the multitude of people, 99.9% everybody you see out in the audience most of the time doesn't want to hear. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, that's the part they mean, I don't understand.
2: <laughs> I, well, I, know, I, it's I, just I, human nature, man. It's, it's, it's once you do get to a point where you do love a song, and you take it in as part of your being, you know, it has a special place in there that it was hard to get there for it, you know, and it's going to be hard for the next one too. But you know, you got that, and, and your your life was formed around it, you know, and the band was there, and uh, and, and if they're around for ten years and they don't have anything new, or, or if they don't have anything that tops their old stuff, or if you don't want to listen to it for any of those reasons. It, it just makes us as a band, you know, uh, they are what they were, you know. So as soon as you do yeah. a song, you're basically an imitation of yourself, you know. Yep, nostalgia.
0: Well,
1: Carrie, Carrie, you're getting the word. You're getting the wisdom from an elder statesman, statesman
0: of the groove. Right oh, I there. know. Mo and I have been hanging out for 25 years or more, and you were talking about Redbone earlier. He turned me on to, to Redbone. He made me a little cassette. I still have it today. Uh, he made me a cassette of it twenty something years ago and uh it's been on regular rotation. I remember that stuff, you know. So oh. that's good. That's well, kind, of, stuff, it's kind of like a big brother.
1: Uh, yeah, guys kind of. Oh, and I have a message came in from uh oh, these are some regular listeners. Uh, Louise and Rusty in Missouri and they said Thanks for the party, Madam Perry. This is fun. they love we love Mo. Oh. Now we're getting to know, wait a minute, let me read back over that. We love Mo and Mother's Finest, and now we're getting to know Carrie, so thanks for the party. Well, Louise and Rusty, we thank you.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, (laughs) Louise and (laughs) Rusty, thank you you very much. I'm flattered. And
1: and believe me, if Mo goes to Missouri, I know you're going to be there. So thanks so very much for uh, (laughs) sending a message in. <laughs> we'll
2: be there. This probably won't be too long. We'll be through Missouri. <laughs> That's right. But that'd be great. We'd love to. Love to check you out. And anytime we're around, if you can come see us, please come on because you're always invited. That's always a party All
1: right. That's hey, right. Well, this has been so much fun. You know, Carrie, I'm gonna, we're going to see you guys this Saturday night. And, um, folks, I will be sharing, as I do, on all of my social media, not just Madam Perry's. Salon, but I will be sharing on uh, Jennifer Modette Perry, all my social media what is going on, where to get the music. Check out uh, the website link uh, where they're going to be playing and so you can find Moses Moe and the Real Cool Band, as well as Moses Moe and Mother's Finest, uh Carl Carlton and Sundog, everybody that he's with, whenever you want to. And if you don't see it, ask me or, or ask... Uh, Go to Mo's website or find him on social media. He, you're on Instagram, aren't you, Mo? So find him on Instagram. I'm sure I
2: am, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't I even know. really know.
1: <laughs> so you you don't have to know? talk
2: to my manager. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's the
0: music maker. That's his focus.
1: Yeah. Well, let me the tell PR you. The PR stuff I,
0: about somebody
2: else.
1: I do social media <laughs> for an aerospace company, and I'm kind of like an like a covert agent for them,
2: mm-hmm. and. Uh, ah.
1: So yeah, I'm sure they get a lot of comments too about yeah, where'd you find that picture from (laughs) or something. Or um, so far, I've still got the gig, so that's fine. So so when you say that, Mo, (laughs) that just means somebody is working for you that cares. And uh, Carrie, you're on Instagram too.
0: Um, Gosh, I don't think so. Um, I Mm -hmm. I try to do. I I know I'm kind of old school that way. Yeah. I should probably step it up a bit. I think I have an Instagram account, but I just never go to it, and I probably should uh, mm-hmm. tighten up a little bit. I mean, I have mm-hmm. the Facebook, of course, and uh, that's about it. That's about it. All right. Um, I, think, I do okay. think I have an Instagram account, but I have to look for it. Search well, me. that's good.
1: I'll look for it unless yeah. you're afraid of somebody finding you. Then uh, I'll, I'll – um... I'll look forward. So guys, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. I know I've kept you longer than I promised most. I, I apologize, but you're just, you're just so much fun. So.
2: It well, was <laughs> a joy hanging out. Thanks for letting you're me in will see you Saturday night, too.
1: Hey, Carrie, you're Absolutely. always, a, yeah. you're always part of the party. Yeah. And uh, we'll oh, see well, you Saturday. Oh, well, thank you so much. And we look forward Indeed. to uh, some new, the new music to play here on the show. And, um, I'm just thrilled to have you here. Thanks so very much, everybody,
0: for listening. To yourself, to listen to each other I love you too, my friend.